This week's show is brought to you by Fordo. Fordo, available in every airport that you go to, but you don't go to the airport anymore because people sneeze on each other. Is that the coffee thing? That's the coffee thing. I am super caffeinated, and I just wanted to put that really as a disclaimer. Um, They don't sponsor us, and um, I'm pretty sure they'd probably not like me to say that, but it's my buddy's company, (laughs) and I'd like to put them over just, you know, for you little handful of people that like our show. So next time you see that bottle, little coffee cup at the checkout at Hudson News, uh, think about Mike Smirdell and just the amazing fact that he's a successful businessman after all the things we've done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I am so hyped for this week's show. Awesome. So are you pretty good to go? I think I was thinking of the show sheet. Show sheet. You might need to go over. I switched to... uh... Dickhole. (laughs) Speaking of dickholes. What do you have? Oh, man. Hi, Alan. (laughs) How was your weekend? Don't tell me now. It was a little rough. Oof. I'm not just like your mother liked it, Trebek. (laughs) Aw, rest in peace, King. Aw, rest in peace. So, speaking of rough, yes, uh, you'll save it for the show, right? I'll shave it for. I'll shave Shave it for the show. I'll shave it for the show. Nice. What's a sow? That's a pig, right? Sow, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading it in my head. Right. (laughs) It's still sow. It's never sow. Well, as you reap. Okay, that's dude, a different I, spelling. But is it? Yeah. No, that's S E W. No, it isn't. Hold on. <laughs> you do what you're doing. Get ready, uh, America. Get ready, America. Dustin's had his four toe coffee. He's good I to go. I had half. So, motherfucker, look. Can you see this? Sorry for saying motherfucker. Uh, don't apologize. I can't really. It's blurry. Well, can you... you're blurry. Uh, what is it? What does it say? Uh, here. This is what was auto completed. As you reap, ye shall sow. S O W. But so, so it's not sowing. As you reap, you shall knit. No, it's as in like. Uh, so when you sow a field, it's not. It's not. It's S O W, not S E W. Right. Oh. Yeah, they're homonyms, not what. Dude, I mean, don't what's be... the other word? Antonyms, homonyms. No, no, no. Synonyms. No. Uh... Synon- no. No. So it's a word that sounds the same but doesn't mean the same thing, right? Yeah. Or there's one homophones. that's spelled the same. Homophones. And also, it's not cool to be homophobic. Homophobic. That's what I was homophobic. trying for. I was getting there. Wow, I feel like we have a pre-show. Yeah. Welcome to None Taken. The internet's only debate and current events show with me, your host, Dustin. Over there is Alan. Thank you for joining us. At the time of this recording, it is Tuesday, January 23rd, uh, 2021. It's a great day for America. <laughs> I'm in San Diego. It's, it's, it's February, not January, just saying. I said January? Pretty sure you said January. <laughs> Uh, at the time of this recording, it's Tuesday, February 26th, 2021. It's a great day for America. Don't you dare laugh at me. I'm in San Diego. Alan's in the San Francisco Barria, Bay Area. Area. Bear Areolas. We are like here recapping another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal life. Please subscribe right now, wherever you're listening to this, and share this episode with your podcasting pen pals. Please leave a five-star review, and be sure to tell all of your friends about us. You can find None Taken 
on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, Facebook superfans group. Uh, last I checked, we did not have time for sharks this week, but maybe Alan will surprise us. Alan, speaking of you, what is up? <laughs> what is up, everybody? I love that energy at the beginning of the show. Yeah, man. my Fordo's energy. Doing some That's work. Yeah, Fordo doing some work this week. Um, so my my week last week was uh, relatively uneventful until got to the weekend. Um, I was working on Friday. You were working and- as a waitress at a cocktail bar. That's right. That's right. Cocktail bar. <laughs> so I was working on Friday and I started to feel some discomfort um, in an area you don't want to feel discomfort in. Can I jump in? Um, yeah. You sent me a text. I did. I don't. What did I say exactly? Uh, it, have you Doesn't ever had matter. a kidney stone? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I was like texting people because I didn't really know. Um, if that's what it was I, or not. When I was leaving Bed Bath and Beyond, I yeah. had, I thought that I had time off and I planned something, and I was like, "Well, <clears throat> guess I'm gonna have to have a medical reason. Uh, I have a kidney <laughs> stone." <laughs> really? Yeah, that's how I got an extra three days. Nice, yeah. nice. But you didn't actually have a kidney stone. I mean, a, a doctor wrote a note that I had one. Sweet. Um, yeah, so I experienced that pain kind of throughout the weekend and through Sunday. Um, I'm not like a hundred percent sure I had one, but the, the way it felt, I'm relatively certain I did. And, um, on Sunday, um, I drank a lot of water, like a ton of water. And suddenly at some point it stopped hurting. Um, I never heard like, I was expecting to hear like the clinking, like when a tooth falls into a yeah, porcelain bowl. Right. Thing. Yeah. Or I like did, a metal never, one and like a yeah, or see bathroom. something. I never saw or heard anything, but huh. it just the pain went away. I think I texted so I you. I'm like, are you pissing into a like a brush metal a strainer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wanted me to record the audio. <laughs> I did actually. Now I remember this. Yeah. Why didn't you do that? Well, because I think by that point it was pretty much already gone. Oh when yeah. You did me you that. do the apple cider vinegar? I never did. Oh. I was going to um Maybe you had a UTI. I, I don't think so, but no, have it didn't pe- feel have you been like, peeing after intercourse? Well, I, I have to have intercourse to. What about manual stimulation? To... Wait, can you get a UTI from manual? I don't know, but I always prefer to pee afterwards, so I don't get like you know weird split streams later. I mean, you get the splits anyways, but you know, it's a lot easier <laughs> to deal with if you take care of it early. Yeah, yeah, you got to get out in front of that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I never went to the doctor or anything like that. The other, the other thing I had, I was, and I still actually have it a little bit today. It's gotten better. I can't. But wait. on, I hope it's a rash. Please be a rash. Please be. It was a rash, yeah. Well, just a rash. Oh my god! Alan, but I was doing this on a podcast. It was itchy. It's like all over my arms and legs and back. And Did you like, get a vaccine? Is this a vaccine no, reaction? No. And like, I, it's just itchy when I. I there's no think rash you visible. See a doctor until you scratch it, and then there's a. Rash I don't think that's a combination. Uh, wait, do you have a rash on your? No. Oh. No. Do you care to disclose Nothing where the rash? Oh, is? and I was gonna say. Wait, where's the rash? Did you already say that? Yeah, like my arms, oh. my legs, my Were you back. on a hike? Is there like poison oak nearby? No, I was not on a hike. Oh. And no, nothing like that. And I, I want to say too, the the pain was not burning sensation. It mm. was an actual like like somebody sticking a twig down your pee hole kind of felt like. Like you like, do. Like you do. Yeah. Right. And for listeners, if you're going to do that, use like something made of like steel that's smooth and weighted, preferably. Don't use a stick. That would. No, that's, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. That was a bad suggestion. Yeah. I don't, don't recommend yeah. that. Don't do either. Don't do either. Yeah. But that's what it felt like. It was yeah. an actual like 
pressure pain, not burnings. I see. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of fun. Yesterday, I felt like the last night, I felt like the rash, the itching was pretty much gone. Um, but then this afternoon, it's kind of come back again a little bit. What? I can't believe you're saying all this. I don't know what it is. I'm try- I, I might go to the doctor tomorrow if okay, it's not I, better. Okay. Uh, if, if this is on the air, then yeah. your doctor appointment went well. Okay. Right. Cool. Right. I mean, I haven't been to a doctor in 20 20- Otherwise, you're going to text me and be like, hey, dude, none of that can be on yeah. the show. I haven't been to a doctor in like 20 years. I've got so... my first dentist appointment tomorrow. Nice. In like 10 years. I don't years. even know how to go about getting uh, a doctor's who, appointment. Who do you think scheduled my dentist appointment? Your girlfriend or your mom? How dare you? Just my girlfriend. My mom wouldn't. How, what the fuck? I'm a grown man, okay? I have a girlfriend okay. that will right. uh, will pressure me to do it, and then when I fail, eventually do it for me. <laughs> She'll do it for you. Actually, it's her dentist, and she was just in because they squeezed her in with like a last-minute appointment, and she's like, yeah. you won't believe this, but my, my boyfriend actually has good health care. Um, <laughs> they have the same um, dental. Like, I, I needed a PPO, or they only yeah. take PPOs, and I actually have PPO. Yeah, um, so do I. Uh, humble brag um and and she's like hey i you let me in on a cancellation if you have any other cancellations you don't matter any uh, first patient i i you know i trust you to take care of my boyfriend's mouth <laughs> phrasing uh so i have a cancellation appointment for tomorrow at noon i took the whole fucking day off work because i was like i'm pretty sure all my teeth are being yanked out like if they put that like, scratchy thing on my teeth all the enamels yeah. are going to come off like yeah. it's going to oh, be God. like uh i feel like my teeth are just um broken hard-boiled eggs but they're still all there and as soon as they start doing that it's just going to be soft-boiled egg underneath (laughs) and all the yellow is going to leak out oh that is a gross mental image i do not want i'm scared i have i mean that's what happens you don't go for 10 years i know i have i have blue cross blue shield i've had it forever i just never used it we are typical americans i'll have to um figure that out i tried to go on the website uh yesterday and it's just at least the phone the mobile one oh my god garbage. you know what just occurred to me what? what okay we've been putting this off for years but um we're now dealing with getting our health care in order just being normal people while the rest of the world is getting back to focusing on their health care needs after ignoring them for a long stretch of time so fuck i i got lucky i don't know what you're gonna do man you got like a weight like oh, you're gonna go to the yeah. er oh please no fuck ER. that okay. I'm not going to the ER. No, you can pay me to go to the ER right now. <laughs> I wonder if they'll make me like take a te- like a COVID test before I go. Um, I had to do a screening. They did a screening yesterday, and they're like, "Okay, well, we can see you tomorrow." Or not by yesterday, I meant three hours ago. Screening, like you had to go in. I, or no, 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 it was like a phone thing. They're like, "Okay, have you had any symptoms? No, have you traveled?" Oh, I see. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I did not have a personal life other than that. So there you go. How about you? Oh boy. Uh, so Friday night we had steakums. Natasha made steaks. Her parents are in the effing Caribbean on a boat. Oh, guess what? Guess who's with them? Who? Her brother. Yes. Professional third wheel. uh, Brother (laughs) of Natasha is joining her parents on a family cruise. Honestly, his logic kind of makes sense. It's like, look, like you don't work right now. Uh, because of covid so when are you ever going to have a chance to go on a trip with your parents until you're like retired and it's like well, i guess so but uh sounds pretty fucking creepy but uh, you know did he ever come back from the caribbean the, he, he came back for there. two weeks and then he went back oh wow because airplane right. fuels like i just yeah money grows his on carbon trees. footprint is just i know right parts yeah well yeah, yeah. all right 
Well, the planes are going to be Greta flying Von anyway, something. Alan. You got to put people in them, okay? Greta Von, whatever her name is, uh, is going to show up at his front door. Fleet. Von, Von Sustren. I don't know. That's not right. That's uh, no, She used to be right. on MSNBC or CNN. She was like the face of CNN with a stroke. Yeah. I think so. All right. So, <laughs> don't say that. All right, I'm sorry. Okay, well, this is about me, not Greta von Sustren. Yes. Uh, so okay. we had... Wait, did she have a stroke? I don't know. Okay, let's not talk not about sure. it. She might have Bell's palsy. You had stickums. A lot of people had Bell's Oh, Nat- so we were watching her parents' house while they're out of town. Uh, so, oh, nice. Yeah, so we, made, so we made some stakeums and... Uh, not... She made steaks. She made ribeyes. Real steaks. Sorry. Uh, it was delicious. If you follow our account, I'm sure you see all the food I ever eat because I always yeah. post pictures of it. Those looked awesome. Yeah. Saturday, we did a walk to uh, our favorite bar, 710. For Well, not our favorite bar, but it's the bar where we watch the Sooners play. Uh, right. Probably the last time I'm going to go there. Maybe one more time, but that was kind of nice because they were open. They had a whole patio and TVs outside. It was hot. Uh, right. It was nice. You know, it felt like San Diego. Uh, a good memory to kind of hold on to as I leave. Uh, as as I prepare to leave, um, we actually went back to her place and uh, well, okay, so she made pasta for me, and she called it TikTok pasta. Have you heard about this? No, no, I have not heard about this. So I've heard about the TikTok leggings. Yeah, I have. I've heard of that too. Yeah, they, I feel like I've lit. seen those leggings though on other people. They're just they got, they're no, they were leggings on TikTok, so they're the TikTok leggings. Yeah, I've, I've seen there's them. There's nothing remarkable about them. Like, there, there's lots of well, leggings with that, like, meshing pattern. Okay, whatever. Uh, there is something remarkable about them. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> They're nothing <laughs> unique to any of the versions that were promoted on TikTok. That that was available already. Like, I right. don't understand why it's unique. So, in the, you know what? Thank you, actually. In the same way, Natasha made TikTok feta cheese pasta with spaghetti squash. I think I used all the right words in order. It was feta cheese. Feta, so you take like a brick of feta cheese and put it in the spaghetti squash that they uh, pasta that they make that they make that she made. Apparently, this is a fucking thing. She had to go to four grocery stores to find solid feta cheese because it's that. I don't think I've ever up. seen solid feta cheese. You've it's seen it. Crumbly, you right? it. Yeah, because you're like, I don't want it like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it normally doesn't sell out, so the normal supply is gone from most stores because it's not the preferred form. Anyways, right. it, it was delicious. I loved it. I I can't. I don't know. I didn't know that I made a that. I didn't know that I ate a meme until we were talking about it the next morning. She's like talking about this meme, and I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting." She's like, "You ate that?" I'm like, "I ate, I ate a meme," I, and she kept calling it TikTok pasta, and I'm like, "Stop calling it TikTok pasta. This doesn't like, like it's it's welcome to 2021, boys. We're eating memes. <laughs> apparently, yeah, that's what we're apparently, doing. Apparently." So, yeah, uh, Sunday we took a walk to Wind-N-Sea. That's uh, another great beach. I used to surf there when I was a kid. There was great waves to watch. Took some cool pictures, posted them. I can't, we're just crazy for leaving this weather. We sunbathed in the front yard and we were like, you know, the rest of the country's freezing. We're going to have horrible topics I shouldn't be talking about related to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of food, though, my mom texted me because I bought her one of those immersion blenders. Am I saying that right? Mm, yes. Emulsion? Yes, you are. Okay. So I got her one of those immersion blenders, and she's been making cauliflower mashed potatoes. She she sent me mm. a text and said, I've been making cauliflower mashed potatoes for my stepdad, and he loves it, which, given last week's show topics, makes me really uncomfortable with what else he's open-minded about. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's my personal life, man. That was a great punchline. Uh, thank that you. Was, Thanks, man. Yes, I'm glad you hit that for me. I wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't going to let you see that. I actually spilled a little bit of my beverage. Uh, I'm, sorry was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No moment. worries. Yeah. No worries. We're good. You Can we a, go back to the yeah. spaghetti squash real sure. quick? So is that like she takes the spaghetti squash spaghetti, and she like cooks spaghetti, it or spaghetti, whatever, spaghetti, and then she... spaghetti. She like pulls it out so it's like spaghetti noodles almost with the yeah is that what it's like yeah like okay. you open it up and you scrape it out like a pumpkin yeah like you, yeah that's cool I've yeah. seen them do that on like a Food Network but I've never actually had that it's like they're little pieces that if you like have it in a bowl it looks like little like like uh, angel hair kind angel of. hairs oh, okay <laughs> you had All a right. sports we don't do sports much on this show but uh, sports crossed over to pop culture and you had something yeah so. This early this morning, around seven o'clock this morning, Tiger Woods was involved in a single car accident in Los Angeles area. Yeah, California. Uh, the, uh, you don't know this neighborhood, probably. It's called Hawthorne and well, Rolling Hills neighborhood. So it's yeah, it's by Palos Verdes, uh, yeah. which I don't. I mean, are you familiar with that? It's like west. Not really. And, and it's like leave Torrance and wait until it gets really nice and people start looking at your car if it's not like you know twenty fourteen or better. Uh, it's I, I I feel uncomfortable in that area and I'm white so you know take that for what it is uh, yeah he crashed his car there you know what they say uh, nobody drives it like Tiger you know they a lot of people give <laughs> Phil credit but nobody drives it like Tiger true. Man, this man is true. rolled it um, like six times and uh, hopefully he can walk I mean they said it's non-life threatening I don't know what the fuck that means I certainly don't like that as a headline about me I'd, I'd prefer yeah. non so they just came out Actually, this wasn't just. This was a few hours ago. Oh, but, please don't make um, that joke bad, please, Alan. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, he had crush injuries of both lower legs, including a compound fracture Jesus. and a shattered, oh my god, shattered ankle, shattered ankle. He was undergoing surgery at Harbor UCLA Medical Center. Right now, they're saying that um, it didn't appear that he was, you know, um, under any sort of influence. You know, seven o'clock in the morning. Unlike the guy's going to be like, you know, the ludes. Yeah. Using um, his foot to it, open up was, the Ferrari, like in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. There was no, nobody else involved in the accident. It appears that he hit the, the center median and then careened off to the right. About 300 maybe yards, up, maybe three. Yeah, it rolled it like six times or something like that. Okay, like a dog's um, leg. Dog, it's a par four. Um, We're going to hell. We definitely. Dude. Yeah, how many podcasters are making these jokes right now? Probably quite a few. Yeah. You know, the thing that I always, I always think about is because elderly know, people now is these people with, you know, multi multi millionaires who still drive themselves around. I know, right? Like, I wouldn't drive, I would have a driver. Like, why yeah. would you drive yourself around? Yeah, would you get behind that Maserati and vroom, vroom, I'm racing. Dude, this was like a Kia fucking Soretto, um, bro. I don't know. It was one of their little SUVs. Really? I, I thought no it kidding. Be a Buick. I thought it was. Oh, T doesn't really drive his Buicks. <laughs> no, it was like a little SUV. It wasn't no even kidding. that nice. Oh, I didn't it was a Genesis. I, it was I, Genesis. I, okay, that's those are that is their flagship, and I'm pretty sure we're yeah. supposed to respect that car. Oh, are we? I think I car people like car. it, but not with a Kia, right? No. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that's fuck what he was you, driving. Korea. You can never make anything good except all the phones I ever buy. And K-pop. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm getting into K-pop a little. I kind of like K-pop. Yeah. What's your favorite K-pop band? I, nope. I'm not that into K-pop. Oh. Blackpink. I retract dude. my Blackpink. Yeah. African American, please. No, Blackpink is good shit. Oh. Um anyway, so yeah, that's that's what we have so far. They haven't come out and said uh, you know, what the extent of the injuries will be beyond that or his 
anticipated recovery time or anything like that. But I've heard um, some doctors saying that it's unlikely that he'd be able to play for at least a year and maybe never play again. So no, fuck, perhaps. Wow, dude, they were showing footage of him and his son playing in that um, that. father-son tournament. Don't do that. Come on, why? Like a couple months ago, they were showing that now, like to make us feel bad. They're talking about it. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. This guy's kind of grown up in front of our, the oh my eyes God. of the world. How young were you, you know? when you saw him the first time? That sounded weird. Man, I don't even remember. I remember where I was. But, I was at my grandpa's in Albuquerque, so I was 11, 12, maybe. Should and have taken that left at Albuquerque. <laughs> they're from Dallas. All right. I, I don't I don't know. You know, we made a bunch of jokes. I hope he gets better. I So uh, do I. Yeah. You know, he's the American comeback story, so it's got to come back. Come on. Yeah, that sounds pretty horrific, though. Shattered bones, crushed bones, and shattered ankles don't sound like shattered ankle and compound fracture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure you know he's he'll get the best treatment he can. I'm sure. Sure, Doctor James Andrews. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Anytime an uh, an athlete got uh, surgery, it was always Doctor James Andrews. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the guy. Yeah, but I don't watch ESPN anymore, so I haven't heard his name in years. It's still in the head, just rattling around. (laughs) I haven't watched ESPN in forever. No. No. All right. Anytime out at a hotel, that's like when I watch it. ESPN. Not even then. Yeah. Maybe when they're showing golf, I'll watch it or tennis. Oh yeah. Some, yeah. Oh, yeah. did you watch the Australian Open? I didn't. I didn't get to. Oh no. man, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. We got to cool. see uh, Djokovic and Djokovic Medvedev. won, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. He's really good. <sighs> Fuck man. Does Wayne Brady have to Djokovic? Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch? I've never been able to make that a joke, but like, I just like every time I see his name, I want to say that. It's uh, good. You can't write that down and make sense of it. No, yeah. you got it. It's that's an audio joke. Yeah. Uh, pick a number one to six. Uh, three. One, two, three, three. Can fish fart? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think they can fart. Sure. I don't know this to be true, but I would imagine they have stomachs, right? And they produce waste so i would imagine there could be some gas that could escape so i've never seen evidence of a fish farting and i've seen fish in tanks so i don't know are you, are you mm. good i mean I, I thought you were done but you had a little i mean is there a third wave on that one or you good? i don't know i'm just this is this is all stream to, of consciousness you're trying to picture here. It and it's just really yeah. exciting right yeah, yeah. Um, now i'm curious do they do you actually know the yeah. answer to this question uh, as far as i know fish don't fart but they can do something like that makes a fart like sound and in the height of, or at the like late peak of the Cold War into the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 70s and 80s, Sweden, Sweden, there's a sound where Sweden is like just miles from Russia. And at one point, a sub crashed in like, I don't know, let's say a fjord. And they, like, after that, they were like, okay, we're looking for, for Russian subs all the fucking time because Sweden was like, we're not becoming a satellite nation. And uh, I just almost branched into history story about how during feudalism they were probably part. Okay, stop. Um, the <laughs> uh, of the Scandinavian countries, Sweden is the most Russian-like, right? Okay. Yes. I had to. <clears throat> yes. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. The a lot of good hockey players come from this there. week's show is brought to you by Forto uh, and ADHD. <laughs> so they were going crazy looking for subs, and they started. They started uh, putting uh, microphones all over uh, mm-hmm. and, and looking for something called a signature sound. And anytime they'd hear that signature sound, they'd drop 
a bomb that had a depth charge that would explode and they'd just sure. wait for, for submarines and they never found a submarine and they would like escalate shit with Russia like hey listen here Khrushchev or Yeltsin or whatever like get your fucking submarines out of our water and, right. they're, and Rus- they're like hey, we uh, have no I don't know why the French <laughs> we uh, have no uh, submarines in your water fat in your general direction uh, but they were like I swear to Christ we don't have any subs there and they're like well we keep hearing the signature sound and dropping bombs and it turns out it was schools of herrings farting <laughs> or that's something awesome. like a fart or something like a fart yeah that's awesome yeah hey, so hey, they were like sharks even to the point where they like sonar it and they're like look at this large mass it goes from one mass into four pieces and then back to one so they've made a submarine that can break into parts and then come back together because they were just obsessed with it being a russian sub oh my god and they had one marine biologist and he's like that sounds a lot like fish farting <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks. Do you think sharks fart? No. They're not. Uh, ooh, almost sharks aren't fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, well, you know what? We don't have time for sharks. We so. don't have time for no. sharks. Sorry. There's no time for sharks. No, no. There's no time for sharks. No, no. There's no time for sharks. No, no. There's no time. No time for sharks. Mm. Speaking of things that are important, let's get into real news and comment, and we can maybe argue about stuff. News and comment. Oh, rest I'm in Buzz- peace, Buzz Burbank's show. He's still yes. alive, and we'll do a show every Jesus. Tuesday with. <laughs> I'm sorry, with uh, him and Bob <laughs> Seska do their Tuesday show still. But yes, cool. Buzz Burbank had his last right. show last week. It was really nice and touching, and I recommend everybody listen to it. Actually, cool, cool. So let's get into coronavirus news. Israel. Um, so things are looking. T- better again they, they've been looking better for the last few weeks here new cases yesterday 59,462 that is a 40 percent decline so if you remember during the peak of this we we're hitting 200 300,000 cases a day um, so this is a significant improvement um, on as far as the deaths we had 1,454 deaths yesterday which is also a 28 percent decline that's only like half a 9-11 so that's pretty good and we did cross the 500,000 deaths mark deaths mark in the u.s yeah 500,000 americans have been lost to the covid pandemic did you see all those candles they had in the white house i did did they like is there there weren't really 500,000 candles though right no i believe it was 500 total candles so each candle was supposed to so they did a similar thing yeah at 400 uh, which was like two weeks ago no it it was um the day before his inauguration so it was january 19th um they did the same thing on at the what is it the Reflecting. I would say six weeks is a few weeks ago, but okay. Well, so we were at 400,000 then, and then so That's now we're fast. at 500,000. Yeah. That's what That's I was trying to say. Yeah, it is fast. Yeah. So, yeah, they did the same thing with the candles. Uh, they had 500 candles kind of going up the stairs on the, it was at the South Lawn, I think, of the White House. Um, it was it was pretty moving to see. Um, and Biden came out and gave his speech, which he, in, he was very much in earnest, as he often is when he talks about things like that. Um, I have an audio from that, actually. Wait, hold on. Yeah, let's let's hear it. And mourn the dead. For those who have lost loved ones, this is what I know. They're never truly gone. They'll always be part of your heart. Today's episode. Get out of here, Michael Barbaro. Jeez, sorry about that. Um, yeah, that was like, I mean, so I was listening to the New York Times this morning and that really caught my attention. I went up and looked up the rest of his speech. It was really touching. I, 
it it i I always try to consider the opposing viewpoint when I watch these speeches, though, and, like, I immediately, like, it took no time for, at all for me to be like, oh, this is saccharine and disgusting. But, like, I hate that negativity. Like, I thought it was a really touching um, and, I think, powerful speech. I think, like, I've missed that. I've missed not uh, vindictive and shitty tone from our leaders, you know? Like, is that that simple-minded to say? No, no, I don't think so at all. Because I also I think he's terrible and have plenty to complain about, but I'm just happy about his change in tone from the last guy. Yeah, I mean, the last guy never even really acknowledged the fact that we had lost so many Americans, kind of refused to, to even look at the number he, he or talk about it. took it personally. Yeah, but he took it personally in the wrong ways. Right. Um, so, I mean, so yeah, it was a great speech. It was a powerful speech. The only thing that I would say is somebody who you know, watches a lot of or has watched a lot of Biden's speeches is that he's given that speech many times before using almost the same verbiage. Oh, yeah, um, I bet it was when he was talking about his son, huh? Um, that tends to come up. I don't mean uh, Hunter. I mean, like, you know, that's clearly what he says oh. to people when he wants to say, I can connect with you. I've lost a family member. Well, he's lost more than one. His, <laughs> his, his wife died in a car accident, too, and, and his, what was his, one of his children also, I believe, um, early in his life. So um, he's he's given similar speeches. The, the, the thing he talks about, the whole... Um, the empty uh, chair around the kitchen table. He's used that, that so many times. Yeah. Lots of times. Um, but I think he does connect. Well, he comes off as genuine when he, when he does that, because obviously he really has lived through that tragedy and can speak to it. It is, I, I guess if I were going to critique it, it would be that it's sort of the same record. Yeah. A little bit of a broken you know record. I mean? Can I yeah. insert maybe a, uh, impromptu Dustin asked questions. It's about Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Is Joe Biden, so is Joe Biden somehow even whiter than Ronald Reagan? <laughs> is that possible? I mean, I feel like when I watched that speech, I was like, wow, this is worse than Reagan. Like this is cheesier than Reagan. Like Reagan was a better actor. That's what it is. Well, he was an actor. That's why I said, that. um, yeah, the president, the actor, <laughs> I that reminds me, I saw a quote today, we'll get into it later about the whole Nero Tandon thing, but somebody was talking about it and they said that Jeff Sessions was so, um, was such a white supremacist right. that not even Ronald Reagan could have appointed him. Um, and I was like, that's hilarious. Um, anyways, we'll explain why that means something later. Sure. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I think um, he doesn't quite approach the, the level of whiteness, quotes, that, sure. uh, that Reagan had. Do you want to talk about this next topic? Sure. sure. <laughs> speaking of speaking of being less white, I don't want to oh talk about this. You God. set it up. You're the token brown person on the show, Alan. I think this is I'm... your uh, this is your this is you know what, Alan. I don't want to uh, white explain you or whatever. You know, I, I I don't want to explain this from a place of privilege. Can you use your shared experience to discuss this new and noteworthy news topic? Oh God! From okay. Our friends across the pond. Right. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> this is about Coca-Cola. I am four feet from the microphone. This is about Coca-Cola and a set of, of contra uh, well, start over. A set of controversial training slides by a white academic encouraging people to be quote unquote less white. Um, and this was on LinkedIn's learning platform um, where this was found. Apparently a disgruntled former employee of Coca-Cola kind of made it public. And so now they've taken it down. Coca-Cola hasn't really commented on it other than saying they're not going to comment on it. 
I, there's, I'm looking at these slides from the actual <laughs> presentation. So there's a slide and all it says is try to be less white. That's all it says, the whole slide. And then the next slide explains that. It says to be less white is to be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, be less defensive, be less ignorant, be more humble, listen, believe, break with apathy, break with white solidarity. What what is white about any of those things? I don't I don't know how what color that is. I'm so glad you said it. I was like, how do I say this? How do I form this into a statement that doesn't sound privileged or condescending or arrogant or what other list listed again? How do I make a statement here that isn't uh, what uh, oppressive, uh, arrogant, certain, defensive, or ignorant? Or <laughs> how dare I? Right? Like what? At what point of like opinion can I share? You know, it's certainly exactly. not from my shared experience, right? Right. <laughs> I don't like. I don't suffer. I'm not. You know, like fuck, man. Like you know. Yeah. I'm. I'm filling out applications either. right now as I go to move, and every box that says white, I'm checking it. Like I fucking get it. Like I'm just saying, man. Like that. That seems stupid. That seems like like. Okay, where do I go? It it seems. It, like culture is so hard to fight for and earn within a company, right? Because like people have to go yes. to work and you have to fucking pay them to be there. So to have a culture there is really significant, right? Like yeah, that's absolutely. a modern concept, isn't it? Um, it's yeah, a I modern so. concept it's that probably... I think ties into old themes that 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 humans prefer, right? Yes. Yes. And and to just be willing to throw that out the window, throw away the cohesion, and invite divisiveness is just shocking to me like i just i that, how can that not invite div divisiveness right like like I, I i i i fail to see a net positive out of this that's what i mean like i think well, that this creates conflict more than it creates any re resolution like or understanding I, yeah understanding people. right because those and aren't I, I think, accurate statements and no know, one can voice and say anything and i have to talk over my puerto rican co-host <laughs> i will say that i've you know i've been on conference calls um, where uh, we had to talk about diversity and things like that, right? An old was... wooden ship. What in the hell's diversity? <clears throat> well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Ron, I would be surprised if the affiliates were concerned about the lack of an old, old wooden ship, but nice try. Uh, diversity means the times are changing. And with that in mind, Ron, are you paying attention? Nope. It was it was challenging. And you don't so I mean, typically in a workplace environment, you kind of avoid these type of subjects, right? That's typically what's done. Um, and so I understand the desire to sort of get these conversations rolling and get people talking to each other um, and sort of talk about their experience and share it sort of thing. I get that. Yeah. But this this is not that. No. This is very divisive. I mean, this said. sounds racist, right? Can you right? imagine? It is. Can you imagine? Be like, what? What are you going to do if you're the the white guy in that room? Like, I mean, well, you you're probably it, giving but... the presentation. Yeah, it was a white guy giving the presentation. Um, but like, I didn't I mean... mean that as like a aspect of power. I meant because like, who on earth would think no? Like, no, no one other than like a like. And like, I do not mean this to sound like rush fucking Limbaugh, but a self-loathing white person would say that, right? 
Like, yeah. oh, like I can't imagine any other person other than like, oh, I, uh, I identify with everything on this slide. So I'll go ahead and say that, right? Like, like white is a position of power. White is a position of certainty. Okay, I can go. You know what? I feel certain to say this. Like, I can't believe the arrogance of that actually. And it's just ignorant. All it is is just ignorant because it, it, it ignores behavioral dynamics and things that are important to like group cohesion. And I used word salad there, but those words mean something to me. And I think like, like that, that, that means something, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I talk a lot about about nuance on the show, and so when you're talking, when you're having conversations specifically about topics that are this fraught or this complicated, nuance is really, 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 really important. And there was no nuance in those slides. It 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 was yeah. That's that's not a useful or helpful uh, conversation starter. That's that's not at all what you'd want. If you're if you're not supposed to be white, are you allowed to like trade it in? Like, can I be Middle Eastern? I, I kind of want to be Middle Eastern. Because oh, I feel like if you're Middle Eastern, sorry. a lot of times you can kind of get away with some other, like, ambiguously brown, like, other, you know. I get, mis I get mistaken for being Middle Eastern. Eastern yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. Yeah. That sounds I'm fun. Of, I'm kind of racially ambiguous. People have a hard time pinning me down. Do you, do you make it on airplanes fine? Uh, they do tend to swab my hands more than other people, I oh. think. But, yeah, I do. Well, yeah, I think I'd probably go with that then. Maybe not, like... Like like a light skinned Middle Eastern, like an Iranian, but not oh. like an Iranian last name that'll get flagged. <laughs> right. I right. have more questions. Okay. What you got? Uh, maybe white means something different in England, though. <laughs> you know, like other words mean something different there. Maybe. You know, like football. Ah uh, yes. Or football. geezer. Geezer. Bloody. Or chips. Right. Or fag. Right. Or cunt. Right. <laughs> right. And there's more, but I think those British, are the big ones, right? Those are the big ones. Okay. I think so. Yeah. 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 Oi. Could be. I don't think so though. Okay. Yeah. So so they're just stupid, right? Like could you imagine like um like a strip club couldn't use this in an HR video. They'd be like, look, you have to like, you have to have some standards here. Like we can't just be tossing around things like don't be a whole fucking ethnicity. Jesus, right. Like, That's, uh, we're going to look back at this time period, man. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon we'll be looking back at this. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, we have a couple more COVID things we can kind of talk about now. Yeah. Um, investigators are researching the, I had, an, I had a story about researching yeah. the origins of COVID in Wuhan. I keep talking about that each week. Uh, so now they're focusing on two animals. So I'm going to say three animals here. Okay. So it's two animals they're searching. They're focusing on ferret, okay. ferret badgers. That's one word or two words, but one animal. Uh, one so animal, so okay. they're neither ferrets nor badgers and simultaneously both ferrets and badgers. They're the quantumist of all animals. They're like Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger, Schrodinger's <laughs> Bat, fer, ferger, bat, I almost said that word from before, but in a bad way, not as a <laughs> cigarette. Um, so ferret badgers and rabbits. Interesting. Yeah. So these are known for being able to transmit. I just played with the fucking mic jack while I did that. Hopefully that, uh, oh, they're, they're known for being able to transmit to humans. Um, and I guess there's some instances of that happening in the Wuhan marketplace. So that's kind of where they're backtracking from. They're investigating into the suppliers of the animals. Uh, 
now they're saying that frozen uh, ferret badger meat in the wet markets could be the source of everything. Frozen ferret badger meat. Can you believe this, Alan? This is this is the most PC fucking investigation I've ever heard of. Like, so, okay, you got raw meat. That's cool. That's cool. You guys can have raw fucking meat. We're not going to blame you for it. We don't want anybody getting mad at China for their raw fucking meat markets. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not so fast, modern refrigeration. Let's see what's in your pangolin. Like, this is so stupid. Like, I mean, I hope we find this resolution, but it sounds like they're trying to be like, okay, so nobody gets hurt here. You guys had some raw meat. Yeah, it was in the wet market, and it used to be frozen. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe a bat ate a ferret badger, and then... Did you see Brett Weinstein? Steen? Weinstein. Was, was, damn it. I always get that wrong. Was saying that uh, like there's no transmittability between bats of, of SARS-CoV-2. It's like there literally is a uh, a reservoir of bats containing SARS-CoV-2. Yes. So perhaps the issue that we're trying to discuss here is that there is a breach of that reservoir. Not that yeah, there's a bunch of known transmission. Clearly not. But like we're trying to get to the bottom of this. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Jeez. I, I'm starting to think less of both of them lately. But I don't know. I also dare not say I'm smarter than these. Yeah, I, you know, I I haven't listened to the portal anymore. I kind of I, I I haven't really paid attention to them anymore. I don't. Really That's kind of how I feel. Twitter. Yeah. Um, he seems less significant. He, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he never was that significant. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I liked Eric better than Brett, but um, he kept both, to himself more. Yeah, they both seem a little bit out there now. They they always were, but I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Do you, have, uh, do you want to talk about, or do you have anything about vaccines? My mom had both her shots now. She got her second shot today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. How uh, is she doing? Well, she wrote me a little note about it. Uh, oh, but I also asked her to send an audio of it, which I haven't played yet, so I don't know what it sounds like. My vaccine experience was really um, positive. Getting the shot was great. They were very friendly. They monitored me for 30 minutes because I'm allergic to sulfur. My side effects were a very sore arm <laughs> so cute. for a couple of days. So the second night, I actually took some Advil. I felt tired, similar to a mild hangover, a uh, little, little, little tired, a um, little bit of a headache Street for about salad. four days. Wow. And then apparently, I'm one. Uh, I'm in the one percentile. Of people who get a delayed injection site script mom i wrote and, this for um, you itching and that lasted about two days well you're pretty I, close you know i wrote a damn script for her so that we could come across like the vaccine is healthy we're trying to promote vaccine here alan that's why we right. had nurse bev on here and she can't right. even stick to the script no obviously <laughs> that was that isn't that a sweet uh not so sweet. not so old lady yeah very sweet yeah. very sweet yeah. Uh, can I get into the next one? Yeah, uh, yeah, go for it. So beyond, beyond, uh, how do you say that company? Beyond Tech. Beyond. I know it's not Beyond, but I typed Beyond in my notes. Uh, beyond Tech. Beyond. Beyond. Okay. They spell it weird, right? That we're talking about vaccines. The vaccine manufacturer, Beyond Tech. Yeah, I'm trying to. Are see you looking it up? Pronunciation. Are you looking it up? I am. I'm looking it up. Hold up. Huh? I gotta look this up. All right. This is real important. Gotta find out more about it. Classic. Oh, there it is. How to pronounce Beyond Tech correctly. OK. 
Okay, hold on. I'm listening to it. This is a 47 second video. Oh, I wish the audience could see your reaction, dude. Dude, we have to put this audio in the show. Well, uh, it's fucking hilarious. Hold on, I'm <laughs> just text it to me. I'll use uh, my phone. This is a, this is a German company, and this is a clearly a person with a German accent doing this uh, pronouncer pronouncer explanation video. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of this German biotechnology company like based in Mainz, Germany. How do you go about pronouncing it? No, it is not BioNTech, but rather BioNTech. Beyond yeah, that's as far as I got. Tech. Beyond Tech. Did you get it? Did you? Let me know in the comments if you do pronounce it any other way. Oh, it's too much. Any other way, you're doing it wrong, yeah. I tell you. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. they're very Beyond fastidious tech. people, aren't they? These Quite. Germans. Yeah. The Germans. Yeah, I hope we don't get canceled over that. It's still okay to make fun of Germans. Hmm. Are we making fun of Germans? I don't, I don't think know. I am, but I'm very nervous. Uh, I mean, your last name is... You know. My last name does mean Mr. in German. That's true. It does. Uh, so BioNTech and Pfizer now say <laughs> that they can store their vaccine in regular freezers. After we invested in this like deep freeze, uh, like all these billions in deep freeze technology so that we could try. Right. And that was a whole huge thing about distributing this, these vaccines. You're like, we got to keep it cold, guys, like sub-zero temperatures the whole time. If it's out of that for like 30 minutes, it's done. It's over. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, by the way, just a regular uh, freeze. Don't worry about no, it. No big deal. So that's yeah. one, just one story. At the same time, the state is now leaning on scientific studies to justify delaying the second dose of vaccine and just like trying to stretch out how long until they get, you know, more more doses. Because they that allows them to get more of the first dose into other people, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Those two stories, to me, sound like motivated reasoning since, like, they, that would allow them to double vaccine shots in the first place. And I'm sure it has nothing to do with severe weather delaying vaccine distribution or shutting down power to, like, cold storage facilities. So they're like, ah, never mind. It's still good. This shit didn't go bad. Go ahead and jab it in people's fucking arms. Like, well, so just a couple numbers to throw at you. Um, we have about 44 million in the U.S. people uh, People have received their first vaccine uh, dose. So that's about 12% of the population. Um, so that's, that's significant improvement over where we were just, uh, you know, a month or two ago. Mm -hmm. Um, we're averaging, we had been averaging close to almost 2 million, like 1.7 million shots a day. Yeah. Um, with the, the winter storm kind of throwing, uh, uh, a monkey wrench into that whole thing. It's, it's come down quite a bit to more closer to the million mark per day, but hopefully they get back up there. Um, they're also talking about, I don't know if you remember this, I think we talked about it on the show, the vials that they ship the mm -hmm. the vaccine in so they could get like five doses for per vial but there would be some vaccine left but not enough for an entire uh -huh. shot right um so they're i believe they actually approved it they're approving them to combine those remaining mm. the like merry ketchup vaccines. bottles together like fucking exactly chilies exactly to get more and they're thinking they can get 10 to 15 percent more doses I, I don't know i combine i i always associate the act of marrying ketchup bottles with sleazy managers so like i don't i don't it like this it weirds me out at Chip chipotle when they add the new chicken to the old chicken does that oh, yeah. weird you out uh no That's not like, at panda when they put the new orange chicken on top of the old orange chicken that weirds me out man yeah like you, you think there's always one it. that just gets left there like yeah. that one rolling at 7 11 at 3 a.m it's been there for like three days yeah. they give you that one for free if you ask do they really? No. I wouldn't ask. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather not no. die of food poisoning. No, it but opens a portal to a bad place. 
<clears throat> so more on vaccines and testing. Yeah. Pfizer is now, I'm sorry, Pfizer is now testing. Is it? <laughs> Can I just say real quick, you know, the, the faucet company price Pfister, Pfister, and their, their tagline was barely know her. Price Fister, a fabulous faucet with a P. Oh, they did Every all P's say, the whole time? They did all P's. Every time you do that with the Pfizer, I, I think of that. I don't, because, you know. It's really just been a joke that has never paid off every time I've delivered it at you. The whole reason I set up the whole it's, Beyond Tech thing is so that I could go <laughs> on to the next word being Pfizer and pronounce it wrong confidently. And you didn't laugh, and right. I've just been repeating it until you finally laughed. Well, Acknowledge I my was joke. ha in my in my head. Well, Alan, we're doing, a, we're doing a podcast. There's we're doing listeners an audio here. Show. They're, they're, you know, don't, don't disrespect I'm me in sure, front of the children like I'm this. I'm sure they're LOLing. I'm sure they I are. I hope so. I don't mean to call you children. It's a phrase that I've heard my parents say in front of me when they would fight, and that's what this was. Mom and dad were fighting. Oh. I'm sorry for that. Also, <laughs> I didn't mean to continue the metaphor. Speaking of which, mm. Pfizer is testing on 4,000 pregnant women, their, uh, their vaccines, that's good. because they hadn't tested that before. So hopefully there's... I, I won't say this one is a joke this time. Very few flipper babies. Indeed. Hopefully there is. Almost none. Only Almost a couple none. flipper babies. This is a reference to the movie Brain Candy by the kids in the hall. Yeah, but have there been any side effects? Yes, sir. A few side effects. Well, that's okay. As long as there's no flipper babies, right? <laughs> well, there have been a few flipper babies. Kids in the hall were great, man. Occasionally, yeah. Um, okay, so we want to talk about Nira Tandon, a little update. We talked about her last week. You had the, the audio of, of her part of her confirmation hearing, which is pretty hilarious. I feel badly um, for that. Yeah. But did you mean that when you said them? Well, I feel badly for that. I feel very badly for that. Yeah, she feels badly. Joe Manchin, senator from West Virginia, has come out and said that he will vote against her confirmation. Yeah. To, the, to be director of OMB. Um, you down with, with OMB? The, <laughs> yeah, you know me. So. Um, the, <laughs> the, so Joe Manchin is saying that he's going to vote against her confirmation as director of OMB. Um, and so with the margin being as thin as it is in the Senate, basically with him breaking party ranks, uh -huh. um, so they actually have to get a Republican to come across the aisle no and kidding. vote for her to be confirmed. No kidding. Um, and that seems really, really, really unlikely. Um, you know who'd so, do it just to fuck with us? Who? Just, I was going to say Mitch McConnell, but that's not in his nature. No, it's definitely not. Mitt Romney, maybe? No, no it would have to be someone spiteful. Who would do this, actually? It'd be, Lindsey Graham. It'd be, it'd be Lindsey Graham. <laughs> with his, um, his uh, what are those things called? Oh, his little, his little ladybugs. Little ladybugs. Yeah. Yeah those i got an aphid infestation and i need some <laughs> ladybugs so i mean so interestingly what you're seeing on the in sort of left-wing media is the sort of whataboutism of calling out all these senators including mansion who voted to confirm a bunch of trump's um appointees who clearly had said some heinous shit on twitter right heinous um, and I mean, I understand. So Joe Manchin, uh, the, the thing I said about uh, Jeff Sessions earlier, right? Mm. So he voted to confirm Jeff Sessions as an AG, um, even though there was some issues with, with Jeff Sessions, right? So she's saying, you know, he, he voted for him 
why won't he vote for this person who's said some stuff on Twitter? And basically they're claiming that it's all about sexism and that she's being treated differently because she's I a knew woman. they'd use that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad to see they finally took that out of their quiver because that's they didn't use it when they put up um, Secretary of War. What's that called? Secretary of Defense. Lloyd Austin. Yeah, when they put Lloyd Austin in, I mean, he's... <laughs> so what, he was a Raytheon executive... And he was less than six years out of, uh, of the military. military. I think like two years out of the military. And there, you know, there's a process. There's a reason you're supposed to spend that time away. They made an exception and they voted him in. And just waiting in the wing, if anybody whispered that he wasn't, that, that we shouldn't make an exception for this person, there's got to be someone else, right? Like there's got to, they made more than one general that's qualified, right? Like we have a great military system apparently, yes, right? Certainly. Like they they made two people that could do this. We don't have to find the only guy that just retired and worked at a defense contractor. Like <laughs> there's plenty. Right. So yeah. it went when Lloyd Austin went up there, they were just waiting, just mention that he's black. Just mention he's black. I fucking dare you. Like they you know, and of course no one dared. And now they're like, uh huh. Yeah. I thought you'd say because she's a woman. I thought you'd say it's because she's a woman. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like I fucking can't I can't stand this. It's so like that's your what about right? Yes. It's, well, it's lazy. It's, it's also, not even stimulating. It's annoying. No, no. But here's the thing. You can't you can't prosecute Trump or impeach Trump and attempt to convict him for what he did to incite the riots on January the 6th and then say that this person's tweets are in the past and they don't matter. No, totally. I agree. You can't yeah. you can't be on both sides of that argument. No. That's not. Yeah. And then the I only mean, thing me, they can do. What's that old phrase? Right. You said that guy repeats it on CNN or CNN MSNBC. If the facts the are are on your side you argue the facts if they're not you just argue the what is it the you uh argue against the defense or you, you argue, argue against yeah. the law or the law yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. if neither on your side you pound just, against the table it's like right all we ever do anymore sure. is pounding against the table because people aren't using the facts on their side or any of the like you know <laughs> let me read aoc's tweet real quick jeff sessions was so openly racist that even reagan couldn't appoint him <laughs> mansion voted to confirm him Sessions then targeted immigrant children for wide-scale human rights abuses with family separation. Yet the first Native woman to be cabinet sec is where Manchin finds unease. Hmm. I mean... It's hard to argue with that. I mean... It's, it is hard to argue with that, but it is... Or it's it all, persuasive and it gets attention, right? It is also what about though, right? right? You're exactly. saying, well, right? That's... Yeah. Which is annoying. Right. Uh, anyways. No, go. You were saying more. I, I just, your we talk. Well, we talk about free speech, but free speech having consequences. These are... She's free to say that stuff that she said on Twitter. It's fine, right? Uh, she's not going to go to jail. She's not. Nothing's going to happen. But right? when it time, but, when it comes to your really important fucking interview, that's yeah. They can totally within their rights. Isn't to bring this it a up. job interview? Totally. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, find someone better. Like I said about Austin. Like just uh, you can find. Look, check all the same fucking boxes. Find me a woman. Find me uh like I don't Native I don't care American what things you want to fucking like satisfy. I appreciate the or. While that's not as important to me, I recognize that that's important to enough people that I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to shit on that. Find all those, check all those fucking boxes. I just, I don't make it the person who's been the Donald Trump of the left. Like, I don't think that's a high bar to cross. Also, she, th don't make it the person who's going to be the boss of the person that she has had a personal vendetta against. She will be Bernie, Bernie Sanders' right. boss if she gets this position. Well, not exactly his Dude, boss. Dude, this but... is being. Put like I do. I feel like this is the DNC's ultimate fu at Bernie Sanders to put her in that position. I you can't convince me otherwise. I mean, you could try. I don't mean uh, to say that, but no, none taken. <laughs> none taken. No. I wouldn't try to convince you otherwise. I don't know. Oh. I don't feel that strongly about it, but perhaps.
We got time for one more I, Dustin's questions before half? Of course. Always time for a DAC. Oh, DAC attack. Dealer's choice. Uh, this is a quick one. It's not a question. It's just a statement. You okay with this? I'm fine. Oh, I can make it a question, okay? Okay. I wish dogs could purr, but it's worth it to never hear cats bark. What say you? <laughs> I uh, I agree. I like it. I agree. I, I would rather not hear a cat bark. That yeah, sounds horrible. It'd be fucking terrible. That sounds really bad. I'm picturing like a friend Drescher sort of um, vibe if a cat, you know, that annoying voice. I want to go to Miami. Yeah, All right. Good. See you on the B side. Right. This is the B side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> In the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you Across the mountains of your chest. I have no idea. I was sticking you in jail. Oh, consciousness, man. Uh, how was your half? Fantastic. I um, I peed and it wasn't painful, so that's a good sign. Nice. Hey, I'm happy for you. Congratulations. <laughs> it's been fine for a couple of days now. So. Okay. Well, that's a big. I mean, I bet the trend you, continues. You I know, bet like, you appreciate every time. Like, I bet. You, oh yeah. Every time I'm a little, little, little bit of fear. Every yeah. time you know, like, is it? Yeah. Gonna come back. Yeah. Do you normally have any fear before you pee? No, not at all. No. What about in public bathrooms? Oh, I hate the trough like at a stadium. I'm always nervous. I, I don't like that. No, I don't I like can't it. Do it. I don't mind sharing it. I used to be embarrassed by that, but 38, I just don't care anymore. Like, no, nah, <laughs> like I just tell people, I'll be like, you have to go in front of me in line. I can't pee with my penis out in front yeah, of people. Yeah, that's weird, like, man. I can take my penis out in front of people, zero problems, but I can't make it pee. <laughs> like, I remember being this on. This is a bar- barely actually about shyness. This is about bodily function. <laughs> right. I remember being on a, a, so one of my friends when I was like, I don't know, 17, 18 years old, his dad had a, a fishing boat. So we went out on one of the lakes get, around get here ready, America. somewhere. We went to and Lake we, Berryessa, <laughs> a lake you're not supposed to pee in. It wasn't Lake Berryessa. Okay. It was, it was uh, the one by San Pablo Dam right here. Okay. I don't know what it's called. Anyways. Um, so <laughs> we're, we're out there you for don't think hours, it's right? San Pablo Reservoir, do you? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. What, they call it the I dam just remember. Now. I just remember we were like 17 years old and we were still laughing at San Pablo Dam Road, okay. doing, you know, drinking sodas or water, or whatever. And so at some point I had to pee. And so I was like, asked, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Can we go back to the shore? And he, his dad was like, no, we're not going back to the shore. Just, you know, yeah. pee off the side of the boat. Yeah, you guys the the big bathroom. Yeah. And I went to the back of the boat and tried to pee off the side of the boat. And I had to pee really bad. I couldn't do it, man. Just I pushing just like, as hard as you can so you fart yeah. and almost shit yourself. And you're like, all right, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I know like, that feeling. Yep. I'll hold it for Every Padres hours. game I go to, I'm like, well, this isn't going to be the time where I get to pee. <laughs> I guess I'll just go back to my seat. Right. And sit down with two 22-ounce Coors Lights in my Coors Lights, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of busted pipes, we have some updates on the Texas storm from last week. Yeah, so it lasted. There, there were people out of power for three, four days. Um, multiple people 
people um, unfortunately lost their life due to this storm. There's just horrible stories of, uh, you know, like I think an eight-year-old girl yeah. just like froze to death in her bed and like an 11-year-old boy, same thing. There were animals who were um, like, like there was, a, I think a chimpanzee um, at a zoo or some sort of shelter froze to death overnight during the storm. Um, just some pretty horrific There's stories. There's a lot of chimpanzees like, in Texas, probably a lot more than you'd expect. Like, I think chimpanzee ownership is pretty high. I don't know if they make a law. Pretty like, high. There's probably not a law probably, in Texas that says you can't own a chimp. Like, it's probably right up there with tigers, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I sent you that, that an article. outdoor chimp or an indoor chimp, you know? Right. I sent you that article, which was like a first-person account of living through uh, the storm of somebody in Austin, I think. Yeah, it was. actually, you sent me that and inspired me. I sent uh, our buddy Max, who friend, yeah, friend of, of the, the show. show. Yeah, yes. FOS. Um, he sent me a little. I, were you leading me into that? Yeah, I was. Okay, yes. so he sent me a little rundown of how his life's been now that uh, they're. Because he lives in Austin as well. Yeah, he lives in downtown Austin in a lovely high rise. Mm. So as of today, nine thirteen a.m. local Austin, Tuesday morning, you no longer need to boil water. Uh, water is good to go. You should be able to have running water. Power to his building. Just, can I interject yeah. right there? Oh, yeah, yeah. That means that, I don't know how many days prior to this, but some days prior to this, you, you had to boil water and potentially did not have running water. Right. Running water came first, and then the boil order went away as of today. Today. Right. Yeah. And the reason for that was because the, the water processing plants were without power just couldn't function so they couldn't i think they had frozen pipes or frozen too, yeah. water like well, water and, does this weird they, thing when it gets below 32 so these water processing plants need power just to to process the water and clean right. it too so even if it's not frozen they, it's not frozen. they still have to have power to they have to have power to do that so yeah okay move on all right fine um he said the power is building is fully restored but their local problem was because they had an issue with their panel so um at at the time, I don't know how how much this affected other people, but you could only use one appliance at a time just because there was not enough electricity to spare in the building. You'd pop a circuit breaker, I guess. Probably. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. there's just only so much amperage available to be divided up. Sure. Uh, when, so he went to Whole Foods. He said the shelves are coming back as they begin to stock foods. Uh, moral of the past week for him is understanding that things take time. You can't demand things out of your control to get fixed immediately. Uh, understand that heads will roll at ERCOT. Uh, Austin Energy, already it, oh, Austin Water, yeah. Already, I think maybe a third of their board has resigned. Well, it's smart of them. Yeah. Interestingly, none of them live in Texas. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's payback for Enron then, yeah. Yeah. That's, okay, that, I don't need to explain that. It's too convoluted of a thought. Um, Austin Water, he says, it doesn't really seem fair to blame them when the pipes all over the county burst, causing millions of gallons to be unleashed. Like, it's fair. I, don't, I mean, yeah. I don't know, I mean... Although they are supposed to manage that, so it doesn't happen. But I think I feel like I, when I was so when I was reading your firsthand account. Um, well, let me just wrap up with Max, and then I'll think of that. So he said, "Seriously, folks, okay. take a deep breath. Think, what do I have to do to get through today? If I know to, not to flush, if that, if I know that I have to flush the toilet once a day that uses two gallons of water, like, do you use drinkable water for that, or do you go get a bucket and fill up some stream water and fill your toilet tank with that and shit with that? And like, those are the decisions you make, and you can be more resourceful. And not everybody seems to be doing that, you know." Uh, yeah. And, you know, once the power comes back, you know, they were able to survive, but like, you know, this is pretty damn close to apocalyptic for a modern super state, right? First world country, yeah. which is richest country on, on the planet. Yeah. Um, uh, Texas being the, the 
sort of most independent natured yeah but the, oil the en- sort of like the energy resource of north america right like yeah. pretty much yeah um yeah. the 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 thing about the pipes leaking reading that article you sent me of the day in the life of somebody living through yeah. it you know it it sounded it kept reminding me of the old themes of millennials and newer generations just not knowing the simple tasks of being a resourceful human right yeah like i i feel like i know that you're supposed to leave the faucet dripping uh when you expect a freeze and like i why isn't that like easily spread like it used to be that if you didn't know that people at the diner would tell you would tell you yeah (laughs) Yeah. and like and it was just like but like we have like i'm looking at you on a laptop and i'm holding a like another screen like how do we not know this you know we're just not resourceful and you know it's other stuff too but like I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's I, I can't wait. Like when I move to Tennessee, I'm going to have a generator. I'm going to fucking like I when when we get our house, I'm going to I want to have a wood stove. Uh, and and like I look forward to the exercise of gathering and chopping wood or at least buying lumber and then chopping it. Yeah. You know, that's fun. Yeah, that's that's cool. You should get one of those Tesla batteries, too, for your house. And solar Tesla. Panels. Do you think that it sucks um, that movies I... don't aren't going to have a lot of car explosions now that Tesla's are more popular? <laughs> I'm sure the figure out a way okay. the cars don't blow up like the way, the way they do in movies in real life anyways but yeah sorry to break it to you folks um the it was interesting he said the thing about flushing a toilet uses two gallons of water do i really need to use drinkable water for that you're I like think, do i really need to flush right no oh, what oh, i was thinking what i was gonna say was 100 sit, sit in the drain smash it down with your feet <laughs> Jeez. i think 100 maybe 200 years from now maybe sooner i don't know um people will look back on this time period and be like, why the fuck were they wasting water like that? Like there's gotta be a more efficient way to get rid of waste. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, It's like, you don't have a separate line of trash water that you flush with. Right. Like the fact that when you flush the toilet, my shower changes temperature really bothers me. It's like, (laughs) Hmm, these separate streams of thought. Like, (laughs) I think that's, I really think that's good. I'd like to thank you. That thought's been in my head since I was like six. (laughs) Oh really? Yeah, I brought it out. Okay, that was wonderful. Cool. The thirty-two-year-old thought. I just, wow, full maturity. Do you feel purged? That thought okay. has been divorced and is considering a career change. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the side effects of the storm is that the energy markets in Texas went completely haywire, and for people who were on these special plans where they were basically right because there was straight pay, and then there was no. What, what was it? It, what gritty gritty okay. was a that was like power one that, place right like how many people were on gritty i don't know but uh, i'll look it people, up and okay so these texas uh, in texas these energy bills are rolling in uh and people are really being severely impacted by, by the cost of energy um as it the energy markets in texas went kind of haywire during this storm so there are options many options to purchase uh, electricity in the state of Texas since they deregulated the market. There's all kinds of different places you can buy from, right? And they're all competing to be, you know, the lowest priced option for you. So one of these options is a gritty. And what they do is you pay a monthly fee. I think it's like 10 bucks a month. And then you just buy energy on the open market. You pay whatever the open market price is. So this same price a, a, another utility would pay. Typically, it's they flatten that out for you. So it's always the same, right? Um, but they take some profit. Um, so because they're paying what whatever the open market price was, the cost of like kilowatts went from like 
you know, three cents. We can all relate. Cents. When you go down to the seafood or the, the restaurant, you know, the, I meant. when you lobster, go to a nice restaurant, they say it's the market the lobster, price for the lobster. Yeah. Market price. And it's like, well, what's that? Yeah. And if you have to You're ask, you can't have, afford it. Exactly. $15. <laughs> like a I'll Z job. The, I'll put the clip in. So it's $10 for a BJ, $12 for an HJ, $15 for a ZJ. What's a ZJ? <laughs> if you have to ask big man, you can't afford it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, some of these people are getting bills. I've seen bills posted online as high as like $16,000 for a month's worth of electricity when normally they'd pay like 200 bucks. Um, so they are trying to, the, the government in Texas is trying to offset this and saying that's completely unfair. We can't allow these people to, or allow these companies to take this kind of profit. Um, well, okay. But you deregulated the markets. Well, like, fuck that. Those people wanted. entered into a contract agreement so then, too. Like those people made a decision. Like it's it is right. on them, right? Like I don't want them to freeze to death. No, I don't. And, and I don't want them to go to tax prison or whatever the f- debtors prison. But like, right. Like they they made a deal and knew. Like this is just so, like the adjustable rate mortgage thing. It's like I mean, so. So there's two op- two options here, right? Either these private companies are just told to go fuck themselves and they lose money, right? Or taxpayer money bails them out. Can right? I, Pays- well, so what you're describing is a massive issue, right? Like that, yes. the, okay. Ask me how many people Gritty, how many customers how many Gritty people? has? 29,000. This isn't shit. Okay, this that's is not, not a lot. No, it's not a lot. This is a big story that got blown out of proportion because people wanted to pick on the best example they could of mm-hmm. failure within a deregulated market. And I think that's pretty obvious. Of course, that's coming from the, the you know, anti-statist of the show. So, <laughs> Sure. Which I sure. did not mean to back you into the corner of people that are pro-state. No, not at all. Not at all. But And I'm not pro-state, but <laughs> generally Except speaking. for the TV show. That was an excellent show. Yeah, that was a great show. Um, you know what? Do you want to get into the whole Ted Cruz or oh, uh, AOC yeah, in Texas? Yeah. Thing? So, so, so my my favorite like layer to this whole cake was for some reason our favorite America's favorite love affair. Um, you know, our star-crossed lovers, yes. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and oh. Ted Cruz. Mm. Sounds sexier when you spicy say it like Latinas that. separated, but always. Close to the heart. She, uh, AOC went down to Texas to provide support and distribute, you know, what, like a, millions, thousands of water bottles, shit like that. And, um, yeah, and she raised like something like $5 million. Laying for, thirst for traps for her simp ass Ted, who was down in Cancun getting his hair braided and then blaming it on his daughter. We couldn't, I know it's old news by the time the show comes out, but we have to at least put a summary sentence in there of that. Uh, oh, so I have a, I have a thought here. Yeah. Okay. So Ted Cruz flies to Mexico, right? With his family to yeah. Cancun. Yeah. AOC flies to Texas, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Ted Cruz flies. Wait, from someone Mexico from Cancun goes to, to New York. Texas. Oh. To te- well, did he go to New York or did he no, go to Texas? No, I was just trying to make a rotation. Go ahead okay. with what you were saying. Okay. So he flew back to Texas, leaving his wife and children in Cancun. That son of a Do bitch. Do you think there is a chance? That he attempted to slide into DMs and was like, "Hey, uh, just saying, like the wife and kids are still in Mexico. I got a pretty nice hot tub over here. Yeah. Look, like, turns out sweet. I can't stay at the house because there's no <laughs> gas, but I got a really sweet pl- place at the plaza. I, I'm sure you're familiar with it. Yeah, uh, you know, you know what? I'm sure you tried to book the penthouse. Guess what? It was taken. <laughs> but if you still want to stay there, it's we got a great view, some, uh... and you'd love to see the snow in Austin. 
And we can oh, practice God, some... I feel so... Oh, ooh, you, you, you. We could practice some legislation, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like propose a bill and... Yeah. And uh, I veto this conversation, actually, in general. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, seriously, though, like, why yes. is, is this Green New Deal related? Like, I hate to be cynical, but why is, why, why, why is AOC there? Why was AOC there? And trust, I have a follow up question. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Uh, she was there because it was a political stunt. Of well, we have plenty level. of disasters. I didn't see her in California. Did she come to California when our ship burnt down? Or does she not need to? Because don't worry, they're on board with the Green New Deal and all the things we want. So I don't need to do outreach. It feels like fucking outreach. I feel well, like she's like, oh, look at this red state. I'll show up and maybe next time they have an election, they'll vote for a blue person. It's like, fuck you. I, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I actually don't mean fuck you for that. I got myself carried away. But I find that personally offensive. Like, I think it's manipulative. Why, why do you find that offensive? I think it's manipulative. I think it's great to go of do course, this. I just don't see her doing is- it all. Okay, why do we Dude. see this person all the time? Like, I, I, okay, I realize okay. I sound like a so hater. First I, I don't all, mean to come across that way. I just, I, it, it doesn't this sound, why, why weren't there a thousand senators there? That's how many there are, right? Why weren't there 100 senators there? Uh, 99, Ted was in Cancun, but why weren't there 99 senators there? But, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Yeah. Um, so hold on. So a couple things. Uh, AOC was voted into Congress in 2018. Yes. So that's two years ago, a little over two years ago. I don't know if the fires happened before. Like, was she even in Congress when the fires happened? I don't know. Here, I mean, there's fires every year, Alan. And yeah, but the big ones. I think she's been there longer. They've always been upset about her. They've been so. I don't think she had. I don't think she had the stature in Congress two years ago that she does now. No, she was in Um, there in 2016 because in 18, it was like officially the squad. Says she won the Democratic primary election on June 26, 2018. Oh, shit. Okay, my bad. Uh, Yeah, 2018, I believe. She's only been there for two years. You know what? You're right. She was popular while... As soon as she won the the primary, she was in. Won it? Yeah, as soon as she she won won the primary... When she primaried Homeboy, it was like she was the darling from then. So she was popular before she had won officially. And then the squad sort of came out after that. Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. Which is all just branding for Republicans to make fun of. Like, I I don't even like using those words. It's stupid. So I don't... So I don't know that she really ha- was around or had the stature to come to California. To your point, there's less of a reason for her to do that because it's already a blue state. I, I don't just have feel any like she has a back and forth of calling out Ted. So I think she went down there to his turf to rub it in. And why wouldn't I, she? I, okay, I, and you get to score points no matter what. But <laughs> like, I, you know what? Okay, fine. You know what? You've talked me out of it. I just still think it's shitty. I love that she helped. It was a it, look. I am not saying that I hate that she helped. I'm saying while we're all happy about that, that crossed my mind. I was like, oh yeah, wait, why? Like next time there's a flood somewhere, is she gonna be there? Like I hope so. I mean, I'm not saying that. I sound like I'm doing what aboutism, and I I'm trying to reel myself back from it and like find the kernel of it that's true to me. And it's just that I don't feel like I feel like she's trying to dunk on her rival, and I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but she's not even in the Senate. Like he's a senator, she's a congresswoman. I, it's yeah, but they're the face of their parties. On some level yeah on some well, level well, they're the face well, of the next generation of their parties they're the pepsis of their parties you keep saying ted cruz is a nobody i he, i think he's a nobody but he's a, <laughs> he is the face of the of the next generation of the republican party 
I mean, maybe I, not after this. This is going to be tough to come back from, although I've already heard Republicans in Texas saying, like, am I pissed at him? Fuck yeah. Is this going to make me give up on him? No, of course not. It's like, <laughs> oh god uh, cpac is going to happen this week we'll talk about that on the saturday show oh yeah um so there's some interesting things of who's headlining that and somebody who has got kicked off the show talk about yep that is saturday show right yeah saturday yep yep okay i wanted to make sure oh, one so you sent me some screenshots last week that a, a listener tagged you in on Instagram and they were pretty interesting. She was talking to a friend of hers about what was going on in Texas and the the conversation that, so this person that she was talking to apparently it's a pro Trump supporter, maybe a QAnon believer, I'm not sure. Um the energy of these texts was pretty probably, interesting, uh, I got to say. Anti-abortion, probably uh pro guns. Probably right. uh, in the Fed. Probably. Uh, let's just go ahead and extrapolate everything else that's true about someone off one data point. At, at one point in the conversation with this uh, one of our listeners, she mentions that she thinks the snow is fake. And like the reason, birds? Yeah, like birds. Birds aren't real. Um, and Duh. the world is flat. Yeah. Um, and the reason That'd is silly. there's these pictures online of people with a snowball and they hold a lighter up to it and then it doesn't melt. And I, actually I found, I sent you on Insta too. I Institute. found another person who had the same conspiracy. Yeah. When you sent me that, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is real. Like it's real. This is a real thing. People think the snow is fake in Texas because if you make a snowball and you use a lighter to try and melt it, it won't just drip on you. And there's a reason for that. There's science behind it, but that's really what people think. So you're telling me that they're both melting snow to survive and not melting snow? Question mark. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, do you want to explain the science actually just real quick? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm 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 pretty sure when you hold a lighter underneath the snow, it well, first of all, change of state takes time, right? Like the yes. energy builds up and there's, there's latent heat and there's the release, right? Is that what's happening? Is that what they're explaining it with? Yeah. Yeah, basically. So, so when it goes from a solid to a liquid, there is a period of a buildup of heat within the substance before there's actually the break where it releases that heat and begins to melt. And when I say heat, I mean energy. The well, molecules are becoming the excited, Alan. Excited molecules. Um, so basically, the other word I'm going to use later is saturated, but admit now I won't. <laughs> in a in a snowball, so I'll just read this. It gives off an illusion that it isn't melting, but the water melting. It's a process called flaking. It falls into the pore space of the ice ball, and solid ice cube melts off from a flame. You would see liquid falling because there is no open pore space. So basically, the there is liquid happening. There is ice melting but it melts into the snowball and so you don't see it. It's just filling up those the pores inside I'm, that. I'm also willing to bet that they, if they held it long enough, they'd feel it melt in their fucking hands against their skin. Long enough, like, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why yeah, are we definitely. taking this seriously? Because it's part of a larger issue. Of because ignorance? It's part of a, yeah, I don't even want to call it ignorance. Okay. It's a willful decision yes. to not believe what you know is likely true you know so, i talked about reading 1984 on the show last week and so I'm, I, I have that really fresh in my mind and there is a there's a part of that of that story where the the party the political party that controls everything 
wants the public to believe that two plus two equals five. And so that's, you have to say two plus two equals five. If you say anything else, then you are, you're against the party and you're going to, I'm sorry. Know, it's been a while since I've read this book. Did they actually do two plus two equals five? Or are you making an example? No, they actually did two plus two. Equals Am five. I just hallucinating in my memory? Was that not a thing either pre pandemic or maybe six months ago where people were arguing that a lot of maths were saying two plus two equals five needs to be considered as like a postmodernist argument. Did you remember yes. that? Yeah. And they were saying that math is racist. Holy and fuck. Yeah. Wait, yeah, have they read 1984? Cause <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I had to not. in high school. <laughs> right. I don't know. But so that was, there was a thing and there were other examples of it, but that was just the easiest one to remember where, wherein you had to deny reality and accept the party line because that was part of being a good civil a civilian right? right um and so and and by doing so you're basically you're disavowing reality and and allowing them to substitute whatever they want to be reality for you and that's what this is who wrote harrison bergeron oh my god i feel like we've had this conversation before and i know i want to say it's uh it's uh it's oh well, vonnegut was it Kirk Vonnegut? I think Yeah, so. it was. You're right. Okay. You're right. So do you remember Love the theme that of that movie? Love that guy. Love <laughs> this that week's guy. show is brought to you by Vonnegut. Five. Love that guy. Yeah. Do you remember the <laughs> theme? Five is my favorite. Do you remember the theme of um, Harrison Bergeron? No, I don't even know if I ever read that. There's a ministry of equality or handicap. Um, and they go around making sure if anybody has any unique talents that they are handicapped of that talent. Uh-huh. So a pretty person is uglied and a just, oh. so it's ways of creating equity. And um, I think it's a good story to keep front of mind as equity becomes uh, a more discussed topic. I don't think it means to throw out the, the concept of equity, but it means don't get carried away. You know, if you look at this to its far conclusion, this is possible and make sure that we don't go down what is, I, I don't think the slippery slope argument is a fallacy. I think let's not stretch too far down the slippery slope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was related to what you were saying, but honestly, uh, the snow doesn't melt. (laughs) No, that, that story definitely is. Yeah. That story definitely. What'd you say? I said, I bet I said, (laughs) I I tried to take it back to what we have on our notes, which was the snow doesn't melt. (laughs) But the reason that, that she believes that's the, the snow isn't real is because we're we're she's willful participants, into, and she's buying into a narrative. Yeah, right? it's, it, it's not just that the snow isn't real. That's just a small part. Yeah, of it. and in that's both of proof. those stories, the people have to play along for that to work, right? Exactly. And we're supposed to be smarter than that. And I think both those stories have a, like one of the things that has to be true for them to exist is a willful, uh, willing participant, and we, yes. for the most part, are including me and you in many ways. You know. Yeah, and that's the that's the part. That's what uh, the other guy, not Orwell, but. Huxley Huxley warned us of is, you know, technology is so seductive that it will, um, will willfully give, well, willfully, will willingly give, uh, give our, uh, we won't even perceive it as giving away our rights. We will, uh, adapt to technology in ways that shed us of our rights. And we're seeing that it's happening. It's already happening now. Um, well, I mean, everybody, everybody did that on Facebook. Like, 15 years ago, right? They put all this stuff out there not realizing that they were giving Facebook all these data points about them that they were then going to use to sell them stuff. We definitely underestimated what they were 
gonna yes. what power that would have. Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely. knew what we were doing, but we didn't think it we weren't very creative. Guess what? We the people understand. with all of the money to gain off it were pretty fucking creative. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they knew what the fuck they were doing. That's yeah. for sure. Can we go into? Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited about our science topics. Yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. So this last week, Perseverance landed on Mars. Woo! Um, we landed on the moon. <laughs> I mean, it was so cool to see like video, literally from the planet, audio from the planet. I mean, I kind of understood a little bit why people thought the moon landing was a, a, a hoax because it just seems so unreal um, to actually be seeing like video footage from Mars. Um, but we did it, man. It was super cool, super cool. I know you have some more about the sort of mechanics yeah. of how it happened. But... Yeah, so this follows China and UAE. If I checks notes, UAE yeah. recently landed probes on the planet as well. Not as fucking cool as this one, though. Not so a, let me yeah, tell you dude. what the USA fucking did with JPL. Um, this So this was not a SpaceX project, right? This was all JPL and NASA, right? So JP, I mean, anything you saw on the landing day was all JPL and in yeah, uh, La Cañada, uh, just north of Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Beautiful part of the country. I encourage everyone to go uh, up and get a tour of JPL if you get the chance. It's, it's an amazing facility. Um, you have a hat. I do have a hat from there, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit of a nerd on this. So Mars. The spacecraft entered the atmosphere at 12,000 miles an hour. It used a heat shield to avoid burning up in the process, then used a functioning parachute that works. Like, are you following the lines of things that yes, are pretty fucking yes. cool? All of that while, hap- while traveling twice the speed of sound. Dude, I was listening. Uh, well, I didn't listen live, but I listened to the, the recording of it, of them, the headquarters at NASA. I'm such a bad friend. Calling. I When I saw it happening, I sent a message to Natasha. I didn't send it to you. Sorry. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, I watched it later. Anyways, you can hear them. They'll, they'll say, okay, it's going this, this fast right now, yeah. and it's this far from the surface. And then you know they tick off as the heat shield is deployed, yeah. as the parachute's deployed, and everybody applauds. Um, but there were so many things that could have went wrong, and just Dude, oh, I, I didn't even get. I to was the coolest nervous part, yeah. listening to the recording, knowing what happened. Right? Like, oh, holy right. shit, this thing's post, going so fast. Post the fact, How's it gonna you're slow like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, dude, it was intense. Dude, so so while going, so while after after slowing down slightly and still going twice the speed of sound. Yeah. Uh, it, I guess it slows down more, and then a fucking sky crane lowers it, and then the sky crane just flies the fuck away on another planet and intentionally crashes. Like, all yeah. of that's so fucking cool. This all had to be done, by the way. Like, this all had to be calculated and done, like, in a coordinated, like, just set up the program and do it and have it work flawlessly. Like I said, the parachute had to work. If the parachute didn't work, everything just drives into the ground, right? Yeah, the sky uh, crane has to work. Right, like. right. But none of them happen if the first one's, you know, all right. it links up. At, because you couldn't use a joystick approach because it takes 11 minutes for the signal to reach there. Yeah, it's amazing. It's no amazing. Um, I mean, that sky crane, so just to, to describe what that <laughs> yeah, looked like, that. I'm sure most people saw it, but it's just like these four legs that come out and go, go into the ground while the, the rover is suspended up up above like being held by this crane 
So it stops and then it slowly. No, I don't. Lowers. It doesn't. Those don't go into the ground. It uses retro rockets to maintain to hover. I it, hit, and then it didn't lower. hit the ground. It's literally a sky crane. The, it it just lowers it slowly, and you see in the video like it just yeah, dude, down, no, like dude, you know the, the sky crane is its own uh, craft, and uh -huh. it fires its rockets and sh and hovers oh, okay, okay. Uh, above gotcha. the earth, above the earth, above, above Mars, the Mars, and yeah. then lowers it on a fucking rope down to the ground and goes, so I, I got you, buddy. I'm gonna go crash in this crater. It's so crazy, man. It, I I can't believe everything I just said. Like, it's so cool to be able to live through that. All the other stuff I said about Neratan, and fine, I'll take it. But we got to watch this. <laughs> I guess they've used this method before. Yeah, we did it um, once before. This is the second yeah, time, I guess. This is the second yeah, time, and yeah. this is like a significantly larger payload, I think. This it's is, got this... a fucking helicopter on it. They've yeah, got dude, a Mars helicopter. <laughs> Alan, don't you have to have an atmosphere to have? I mean, so I guess they have a shitty enough atmosphere. So I guess because this, so, yeah. yeah, so that because it's, it's gravity is similar-ish to Earth's, and uh, but its atmosphere is very thin. So very helicopter thin. blades have to, I guess, work extra hard, but that motherfucker's up in the air and hovering. Like, yeah. it's amazing, man. And even, like, they were showing when it was before it, the sky crane was deployed sky it was crane. looking it was looking at the surface of the planet determining where it wanted to land mm. based on whatever geographical information they'd already programmed into it as to where it wanted to be and it made the decision it made the decision fuck man <laughs> we've got self-driving cars on mars dude sweet should we do a DAC? Yeah. Stop calling them that. I like Dustin asks questions. I will, okay. Actually, the only thing I like about DAC is Dustin asks questions feels really weird to me. Feels Dustin asks a question. Uh, oh, look at that. Did you know Muppet means a uh, stupid person in British slang? Why didn't I include that earlier in my joke? You'd think I would have remembered that. You call someone, you Muppet. That's not my question, though. Was Pocahontas the first influencer? <laughs> Uh, yes. I'm going to go with yes. She was the first influencer that we have on a historical record. Of. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. I ain't calling her a hoe. But you said that. No. What? No. Yeah. No. Influencers aren't all hoes. I think if you called a girl an influencer, she'd be like, uh, you think I'm like, uh, OnlyFans model? <laughs> you can be an influencer. You know what? I'm realizing I have a skewed opinion of what That's the just, word influencer yeah. means. <laughs> You have some bias here. I do. I think. All right. Yeah, well, no I think we just covered some bias. Yeah. We're going to have to send you a, to a class. None All taken. Right. I'll try not to be so white. We'll send you to that I'll coat try class. Try not to be so male. <laughs> yes. I Actually, I think if you tune into last week's show, I'm doing a good enough job. No, those are my heteronormative beliefs shining through, and I'll mm. work better on that. Wow. I, mm. I Are you sure I haven't been to a... <laughs> you know what that means is when I finally get in trouble for something, they're going to play this recording and be like, see, he knew better. Right, right. That's <laughs> I'm perjuring myself. Oh shit! Is that All right, the word. Should we go to media? Perjuring. Did, did I use that right? Perjuring myself. Uh, I think that would fit just fine in Tennessee. Yes, I think that's the correct usage if you're in Tennessee. I hate you so much. So you're saying <laughs> I'm using that fake country law? <laughs> I may just may be just a rural country lawyer. But I'm not perjuring myself. I don't know. Sorry, Your Honor. Uh, permission to approach the bench. Yes. Uh, we watched the same show. Did you see that? I did see that. I'm excited to talk about our media. Then why don't you tell me about your movies you watched? <laughs> I only watched the one. Why? Uh, so I ca I care a lot, which is a 2020 film on Netflix. It is a didn't Netflix... that seem that came out like I thought it was a new release. It's not 2021. I thought so too, but when I Googled it, it actually said it was released in 2020. So huh. I don't know. It got the big push recently because I've been seeing ads for it. Um, 
just recently. So it stars Rosamund Pike, who is uh, from Gone Girl and some other places you might rec- recognize her from. And of course, Peter Dinklage, um, Dinklage who everybody knows. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, <laughs> Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Okay, you're supposed to keep you going. You know what's interesting that, is I didn't, I didn't, um, I wasn't taken out of the movie seeing him. I didn't. I didn't like immediately think of Game of Thrones. Do you think he's was... just like so recognizable because of his stature? Maybe. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he did really well in this. Oh yeah. This movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's, great he's, actor. Yeah, he's he's a good enough uh, method actor. Method actor. He, you know, he yeah. falls into that uh, uh, Gary Oldman thing too, where mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, I I kind of know when it's Peter Dinklage in the movie, but like he's such a chameleon, you know. He really is. There's that scene. So he's kind of like a mob boss. No, no, no. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers. It's here, pretty but apparent from the first time you see him. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene towards the end where he's talking to Rosamund Pike. Oh, oh that scene saved the movie. I really don't did. think I would have liked it if it weren't for that conversation. Listeners, and- when you watch this movie, just know that there is a redeeming conversation later on that will uh, make you feel a little bit better if that thing's bothering you. And I will clean up what you think I just said. <laughs> Um, so I'm talking about the part where he's trying to be sort of menacing, even though his stature is maybe not menacing. Is that the same scene we're talking about? No, I'm sorry. I'm talking, talking about, about the part where they're one. staring out the window. Okay, different one. Um, so I think he actually achieved a menacing sort of quality in that scene, mm-hmm. which is a little, which is hard to do. Oh, that's a good point. I was afraid of him. Yeah, absolutely. I, and if he was in this room with me, I'd be like, all right, whatever you yeah. want. Like, whatever you want yeah, me to do, yeah, yeah gotcha. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to like pick a fight with a uh what is the word i'm supposed to use here i am afraid we're going to lose our podcast alan i am uh, i'm not going to pick a fight with a peter dinklage is what i'm going to say there nope, you go. that's nope that's probably offensive okay. other little people that's it little people <clears throat> little person yes that was the phrase 10 years ago though these things change and i'm not being sarcastic like i, I honestly know. feel like that was a joke word and they're like yeah nobody liked that that's like colored which is i think people of co- <sighs> do i have oh, to boy. bleep all that yeah, that was a rabbit hole, dude. Um, this is what happens when you don't go to be less white training. <laughs> Hello, Coca-Cola. Anyways. Yes, you have a flight I, to, I'll take one flight to England, please. I liked this movie. Um, I, I, you know, and actually the, the premise of this movie is a, a real thing that does happen in real life. Um, and I've, Why don't you actually set up the movie? Okay. So there is a lawyer who she basically... So there's a thing called a um, what's the name for that that she does where it's um, guardian guardian emergency guardianship emergency guardian. So if you are an older person and you don't have any family to take care of you and you start to have um, some issues, maybe you have some mental issues, maybe you have Alzheimer's or you can't take care of yourself or, or be trusted to take care of yourself any longer. And there's nothing really set up for you as far as somebody to take care of you. The state can actually assign you a guardian um, and it's you. Based, based on the recommendation of a doctor. And this person then has access to all of your finances, your, you know, if you own any like property, power of they have access to all that power of attorney. And their job then is just to take care of you. But it's, it's a very seedy business. And there's a lot of examples of people just really taking advantage. Well, of it has opportunity people. for fraud. And yes, if you can, and in the case of this movie, they, it won't spoil it. I think to say that, you know, they could portray a relationship that would manipulate the 
let's just give them the benefit of the doubt, unwitting actors within the state bureaucracy. And then mm-hmm. people, like I say all the time on the show, can offload their morality into the structure of their bureaucracy and not have to you know, actually accept responsibility for the consequences out of the people that they, that they create. Right. And then, then, then people like these elderly people in this movie just get taken advantage of and their whole family's lives ruined. And this is an exaggeration. It's a caricature of a movie for it. But you know, like the first scene you're like, well, why is this person not there for their hearing? And I, I don't, I didn't catch it the first time, but later on they had some dialogue to clarify that they're like, it was an emergency hearing. So apparently those happen all the time. Apparently those happen all the time. Yeah, they do. I think I think um, this American Life did an episode. I, I want to say it was them. I know I heard it somewhere. I'm pretty sure it was there. They did an episode about uh, three or four real life stories of this happening, um, where people were basically just blindsided by this, and all of their assets were taken and their their properties sold, and against their will, basically. This movie triggered me as a libertarian. I got to say, how so? How so? It was an. It was just. A, it was a movie about how. The, the 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 state can can confiscate your property or the state can be leveraged for mm-hmm. bad actors to confiscate your property where they couldn't have otherwise or if it was done via a private company that company would eventually go out of business like that like the company that is being leveraged here is okay let me let's there's there's three parties here there are the people being abused there mm-hmm. are the shady lawyers or um, agencies and there is the the state who is well-intended but being manipulated by the shady people. So as if you take the state out of that equation, you have people who might unwittingly sign contracts that uh, that they get abused through, but companies that create practices like that aren't successful unless they can partner with a state government and be given monopoly power to not go out of business when they start killing their customers or taking away their money and not giving them something in return. Because we talk shit about capitalism all the time, but it's literally the only system that gives direct exchange for goods and services at the price that the market deems. Like, I... So in this instance, the I, state I, is the state is the enabler, is what you're saying, right? Yeah, in an abusive relationship, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, you know, but I feel like I don't know why I'm being so so kind to the state. I feel like in in this <laughs> example, they, you know, they are well intended and didn't know better. I think enablers often know better. But God damn it, that the state is that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that judge. I think probably knew, or it seems like maybe he kind of knew. What was well, going go on. home and watch sixty minutes, judge. Sorry, I thought you were informed. <laughs> Right? No, you just I'm told me that you've heard about this. You watch, uh, listen to an episode of This American Life, and then right. go back to work and realize that you might get fucked over every once in a while. Like I'm pretty sure yeah. you're supposed to have your fucking guard up when you're the judge. Also, studies no, show saying, time and time again like that even he... judges, uh, judges, people of authority that whose jobs are being decisive and making good moral judgments make the same errors that uh, common people do. It's, our system of judges is... Oh, of course. Yeah. No, I'm saying I felt in the movie that the judge was kind of in on it. Oh. He was kind of in on the that he kind of knew what was going. I on. thought they portrayed him as if he wasn't. Uh, I think they hinted that maybe he did know. It wasn't solid, but I think I felt like he kind he of didn't was want the, to. I think he didn't want gig. to accept it. I, I use this word too often, but he was willful. He's like, I can't imagine that's what's happening. La la la. Right. Yeah. 
I, can I keep going? With, I mean, you asked yeah. me why I think it's a libertarian, why it triggered me as a libertarian. So at one point I was getting too triggered because the state was confiscating property. property. Sure. So I just walked out of the room to get some more wine and I told Natasha to keep the movie rolling. I was just like, positive something happens. I come back in less than a minute, just enough time to get to, get, to fill a glass of wine. And Natasha's like, oh, you didn't miss much. Just uh, the two female characters, the only two female characters that aren't elderly decided to fuck for a minute. They're lesbians now. But other than that, nothing happened other than the stuff you're upset about. So <laughs> that's what happens when you you know get upset. Uh, right. re, re, we, I, I rewound it. It wasn't that good. She was overblowing it. Um, it wasn't that great of a scene. No, it wasn't. It, was, it looked like they were faking it. They didn't look like either of them was really into it, which is yeah. I actually, I, you know, usually I go to lesbian porn because I like to think that at least one of them isn't being abused. <laughs> is that okay. too dark about the state of porn? I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty dark. I would just hopefully one of them is voluntary in that exchange. If it's two women, maybe like one yeah. of the women is on top on this, not in terms of dominance. <laughs> okay. Um, they, I thought they betrayed. I, I one thing about this movie I thought was interesting. They portrayed personality traits t- typical of both men and women, both very poorly, and in a way that was upsetting to both men and women equally. So, like early on, I think it's very easy for a lot of like Chad dudes to be like, oh, I don't know, this fucking bitch thinks she could just take all these people's property. Who the fuck is she? And I was just like aware of that, like caveman in me and i was like hey, mm-hmm. yeah I okay. people get mad at this movie and then it's like right into all these idiot things that guys do i'm like man this movie is like netflix made that movie uh the social network or mm-hmm. the social dilemma and then they were like so you're telling me all we have to do is piss people off and they'll stay here thank you for making your documentary and selling it here i will not use that information at all I feel like this is one of the better Netflix movies. I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, yeah, it, it didn't seem so formulaic yeah. as a lot of them do. Yeah. Um, I thought the acting was really good. Um, I agree. Re- Rosamund Pike has a great resting bitch face. She really does. Did you and say she she's from Gone well. Girl? Yeah. It took me forever to realize it. I was like, "What is this lady from?" I was like, "Oh, the same character, right? <laughs> a complete sociopath." Yeah, yeah, she uses that face pretty well in the movie. The phrasing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Do you have any other did, media? You, yeah, you got to, I watched. Or? I watched Your Honor, which I still recommend, but I've been talking a lot. Um, right. I watched a little Shit's Creek. I'll talk about it next week. Uh, yeah. I, well, I watched Godzilla: King of the Monsters, but I didn't finish it, and then I put it on last night and fell asleep again with like 20 minutes left. It's on HBO. Yeah. All right, sweet. I feel like I need to watch that before, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla because otherwise I won't know, you know, the background. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You really need to get up. Alan, I shit you not. There is a lot of backstory. Um, There's a company that makes the monsters and this company is aware and it's like, you know how in Iron Man he tries to make a case to the government that he privatized defense? These companies are trying to make a case that they have privatized keeping monsters out of here. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. Oh. They made a whole series now out of the uh, that the whole so, franchise. So stupid. Well, they were like, "How can we take Can't this wait. dumb idea from the 1930s when all you had to do was put a monster on a screen and make it relevant under like modern script requirements and audience desires?" Okay, um, I'll watch all of the Fast and the Furious movies on Coke and come back to you. <laughs> and they did. So it's pretty good for Godzilla. Good, good year. Wow, that yeah. was a hell of a description. Mr. Sato from uh, Inception's in it, and I like that actor. I wish I knew his name. Cool. Do uh, you, you want to do this week's quote, or do I want to do this week's quote? <laughs> I 
I, I rarely do it, so I will I will take a running start at okay. it. Okay. All right. Our democracy depends on our ability both to criticize our government and to believe that we can legitimately elect a different set of leaders to advance different policies. If we lose the concept of a loyal opposition, we must all declare allegiance to the king. Dr. H.C. Richardson. I love that quote. Dude, you know what it reminds me of? Um, Pledging allegiance to the flag? No. Oh. Uh, the movie Brooklyn Six, uh, where Sasha Baron Cohen is like a- Oh, um, no, no, the, the Trial of Chicago 7. I don't- Chicago 7, yeah. Wow, close. Brooklyn Six, I, Chicago Seven. You're that thinking of there. the Central Park Five, right? Who's the Six? Jesus. There is something that's a Six. Go on. Anyways, there's a line in the movie, and I'm, I don't have it 100% accurately, but there's a line in the movie where he's in court, and the the lawyer asks him if he knows why he's being charged, and he said, "Yeah, because we were we transferred ideas across state lines." <sighs> And then he says, well, what were the ideas? So did Marx. He said, well, the idea was that we should overthrow the government. So did Marx. And so he said, "He said, well, how would you do that? And he said, well, sir, in this country, we do it every four years. Oh, oh, oh. oh My I like favorite that. part of that movie. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, his character is great. His character great. is like, when, the more you get into that guy, uh, oh, what was his name? Maddie or Matt? No, he's a, he's a dude. He's a dude in the... Uh, were they the Yippies? He was like, Oh, the, the Yippies the was Yippie the name movement. of their group. Yeah. Yeah. What what was his name? Uh head of Albie? Ab- yeah. Abby. Al- Al- Abby Hoffman. Yep. Yeah, I like that guy. Uh the more you get into him though, the more you're like, God, this guy's kind of a total dick. Like yeah, he totally is. yeah. But it, almost the more you get into Lenny Bruce, you're like hero. For for uh hero free speech. Let's just uh, you know Well, I think part of him being a dick was him playing a role, sort of like um Didn't care, right? Yeah, but That's he, he understood Bruce, not... that he he needed to be a certain character for his movement to get some pub, I think. You yeah. Know? Do you feel, and it might just be the people that have portrayed him, but do you feel a very, like, proto-Howard Stern vibe? Kinda. It's Kinda. interesting. I don't, you know, I'm not was... being swayed by him being Jewish, am I? I don't think so. I don't think his... so either. Who was the guy that did the wrestling, the sort of kayfabe guy that... Uh... You know what I'm talking about? Kind of has a Andy Kaufman type vibe in it, right? Where it's absurd and the absurdity is supposed to contain the message. But if you focus on the absurdity, you won't see the message. But if you focus on the message, you won't hear the absurdity. And just like if it, it he's the he's the quantum comic. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was just thinking as you were saying that that you know Sasha Baron Cohen Did played he's neither a ferret or a badger. No. Sasha Baron Cohen played Abby in that movie, and he kind of also has, in his role as the, uh, you know what I mean? The, the um, yeah, uh, not, not the uh, Ali G show, although similar thing. Yeah. Borat. Yeah. It's sort of a similar character of playing a uh, fictionalized character in real life to prove a point, you know? Yeah. Satire, right? That's what yeah. it is, right? It's like, it's, it's, like it's, 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 it's like Abby Hoffman played off of satire but sticking to very, very hard consequences, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's a show quote, Alan. That's a hell of a show quote. Well, uh, I don't think I offended you. I had a lot of fun with this week's show, man. That was a great show, man. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Well, you drive safe, and I'll talk to you in a few. Yeah, no offense. None taken. <laughs> that was fun. God bless. <laughs> Cheers. Dude, we did it. We did it. Okay, I'm going to hit uh, stop. Now this is- Podcasting.